All right, welcome to the Get Ricked podcast with Aaron. Still practicing social distancing. Hopefully this is going to be our last week of that. It looks like the numbers of new cases have been dropping steadily and actually the uh, number of active cases has been going down pretty good too. I think last week it was about 7,000 active cases. As of yesterday, it was uh, 6,451. So trending in the right direction. Hopefully we're open next week and can do these podcasts live. And then, um, yeah, Hopefully people don't fucking get stupid and fuck things up again. Anyway, we are back with the Elani 1995 Fantasy Football League uh, Week 2 review and Week 3 preview. So for the games that I picked correctly... Um, we're going to start off with TB Determined, John, against Ridley's Believe It or Not, Danny. I don't know if he's uh, if he actually listens to the podcast or if he's just uh, picking up on Calvin Ridley being the number one receiver now. He did change his name twice already because he had God-winning Ertz. But yeah, now he's Ridley's Believe It or Not. And Ridley came through with a big game. Pat Mayholm's 31. John Brown has been looking pretty steady. Even though Stephon Diggs is the number one, John Brown's been getting some serviceable targets and yards and touchdowns. Big concern moving forward. Christian McCaffrey getting hurt. It looks like he's going to be out four to six weeks. So Danny's going to have to do some waiver wire dumpster diving maybe get mike davis i don't know we'll see what happens with the waiver wire this week should be interesting there's so many fucking injuries and the other concern is ronald jones um kind of got benched after a missed exchange with uh, tom brady so he might be hurting in the running back category pretty soon here for john i was about to feel really bad for him with a less than three point loss until my team said hold my beer and Lost by .06. John's team is actually coming around. Solid games by McLaren, Metcalf. Jonathan Taylor looks like a number one going forward. Fucking, we got head faked on that Naheem Hines bullshit because he only had one reception or something like that for the entire game. Miles Sanders got some workhorse carries. Only thing that was pretty bad for John is uh, his quarterback situation not looking too good. I think he can address it, though. There's some people on the waiver wire. You got, like, Tannehill. Fuck, even that rookie Herbert had a good game. David Carr had a three-touchdown game, which I was not expecting against New Orleans. So John's got some potential moving forward. Even with his flex, he had Malcolm Brown, and that situation in L.A. is looking kind of fucked up, too. But, I mean, he could have plugged in Antonio Gibson. Noah Fant is actually getting some pretty good looks up there in Denver, too, so... He, he's got potential uh, moving forward. I don't think he's going to have one of his uh, crazy bad luck seasons. So we'll see what happens next week, though. All right, next game, uh, Gallup in the Woods. Leanne against Chark Week. Grant, Grant with the high week, 170 points. Um, Leanne actually did pretty damn well, too. She had the third highest points this week, but she ran into a monster. On Grant's side, we got Jared Allen. Tyler Boyd, Zeke, Aaron Jones, Jonu Smith, just all going off. Aaron Jones and Jared Allen in particular with over 40 each. So it's going to be hard to beat a team when they're putting up those kinds of numbers. Although Leanne's team did her best. We got Kyler Murray with 34, Travis Kelsey almost 20, Edelman with 22. Solid game all around except for Michael Gallup. I don't know. Maybe if uh, Dak wasn't running in three touchdowns himself, you know, maybe there might have been some opportunity there to catch up a little bit. But solid point effort. It's going to go well towards, um, you know, end the season standing. So can't complain too much. What's really looking good for Leanne right now is Leonard Fournette. 
taking advantage of extra playing time because of uh, Ronald Jones' missed handoff. Fournette took advantage, and she could be in a pretty good position going forward. We'll see what happens. And the final game that I had correct was the walking ER, Bryce taking an L against Popstar, not a doctor which is Jared. Again, Jared's volume team, I, I was expecting more out of Derek Henry, who didn't do much, but uh, the rest of the guys held up their end with uh, Matt Ryan's four touchdowns. Kareem Hunt had a big game. Uh, I guess it's possible for him and Nick Chubb to, to go off over there. Um, Hopkins, Cooper, solid games all around. Bryce's team, a little bit of trouble. Doesn't look like he's getting consistent quarterback play with Wentz or Rivers. Main issue, Saquon Barkley out for the season. feel pretty bad for the guy. He hasn't had many healthy seasons yet. Then uh, Todd Gurley and David Johnson. David Johnson was game scripted out. Gurley, they were up by a lot. I don't know. They weren't giving him the ball that much. So, I don't know. It looks like his triforce of power with the three running backs did not quite work out. Hopefully, Bryce can get a little lucky. Maybe Devontae Freeman signs with the New York Giants, so that'll give him a viable guy there. The other bright spot for him is Darren Waller with a solid game. He broke his uh, touchdown curse already this year, so moving forward, uh, that's a top three to top five tight end right there. And Tyler Lockett, he's attached to Danger Russ Wilson, so I don't know, any given day uh, Seattle receivers can score touchdowns and get some yardage there high value targets over in Seattle all right so my predictions went a horrible three and three um, I'm gonna start off with going over the losers first and I might as well rip off the band-aid and go over my point zero six point loss to Ryan I be your Clyde myself against breeze in the trap Ryan Drew Brees got two yards enough just to <laughs> go beyond me there. It's probably the toughest fucking loss. Danger Russ Wilson put up a big 43 points. David Montgomery, another bright spot. And Young Ho Don't Be Cool had actually a pretty solid uh, kicking game for me. But, man, Julio Jones, Mark Andrews, A.J. Green, that's a bunch of crap right there. On Ryan's side, actually, other than Gronk stinking it up with a goose egg and Adam Thielen, I don't know what the hell happened there. He had targets, but just fucking nothing going on. Kirk Cousins tank it up. The rest of his lineup was basically 15 points or more with a stellar performance. Nick Chubb, almost 26 points. Imagine if that guy didn't have Kareem Hunt there. Next game I was wrong about, <clears throat> my team, Adam Shame, against Deshaun of Kamara Virus. I had actually gone with Stanton over Aaron, but Aaron ended up crushing Cam Newton with a huge game. Alvin Kamara with 34 points. Um, he's finally getting some rushing scores, and they're actually giving him the ball a little bit more now. Yeah, Stanton's team just looked a little bit vulnerable. I mean, it helped that Devontae Adams went out early. Um, Aaron Rodgers, I don't, I mean, he had a solid game, but it doesn't look like he's going to put up the the big numbers without Devontae on the field. I don't know. And, of course, Mostert went out, had a big uh, touchdown run called back. Huge bright spot, uh, Tyler Higby with three touchdowns. I mean, fucking kind of crazy, but, oh, well, I guess when fucking Jared Goff's got tunnel vision, that's how it's going to be. On Aaron's side, he's looking pretty fucking dangerous going forward. I mean, he's got the three backs, not even counting James Conner, who he didn't start, and then he's got fucking Cam Newton running shit in, so... 
I, that looks like a fucking dangerous lineup moving forward with solid running backs. He can start three every week and basically a fourth running back in Cam Newton. So he's pretty much set up for a pretty good season here. And finally, the last game I was wrong on was LA Deviants Royce against Lamarvel Universe Brent. That was a smacking by Royce, almost 50 points. Captain Lamarvel only went for about 20 points. It was kind of a quiet game with them dominating Houston. He didn't have to do much. And other than Mike Evans, Brent's lineup was pretty bad. He's got seven running back on his roster. Joe Mixon's probably the only one with a solid job going forward. Uh, Cam Akers got hurt. He's got a lot of handcuffs for other people. And then J.K. Dobbins, although he's good, it's fucking, it's a nightmare situation in Baltimore with them just doing whatever the fuck they want on any given week. On Royce's side, Dak with a huge game, hogging three rushing scores to himself. Yeah, and everybody else performed pretty decently. I mean, it wasn't, he didn't have any super horrible ones. Uh, maybe TY had a little bit of a bad one. Yeah, I was completely wrong about this game. And as far as the week three preview, I was actually, uh, since I did so horribly, I was going to hand that over to Aaron if he doesn't mind so he can go over and give his predictions and uh, probably do a little bit better than I did last week. So on to you, Aaron. All right. Thanks, Rick. I'm back to do some predictions for week three. We'll start off with Ibeer Clyde versus Popstar Not a Doctor. Rick versus Jared. It's about a seven and a half point spread for the favorite Rick. Looking at the lineups right now as they are, it's hard to go against Russell Wilson in a shootout versus Dallas. Matt Ryan has a pretty inviting matchup against Chicago, but Jared's also playing the defense, so that could be a self-inflicted wound right there. Derrick Henry needs to get things on track soon. He's just a slow starter, so you can expect some less than stellar weeks in the first half of the season. It's in money time where Henry kind of turns it on. I'm going to have to go with Rick on this one, especially since Chef Russ is cooking it up. I think he's going to shred Dallas, so... Next up, we'll do The Walking ER versus Le Marvel Universe. So that's Bryce versus Brent. Bryce has flexed off his three-headed monster since he's lost Saquon and he's gone to three wide receivers instead. I think that's a pretty good call at this point. However, give James White condolences to him and his family. If James White does play, I think he should probably put him in as a flex. He's got some pretty good matchups, once against Cincinnati, Cup in Buffalo, that could be a potential shootout, Lockett in Dallas, that could be a 20 point right there. As mentioned prior, Gurley and David Johnson, they could get game scripted out pretty easily if their teams fall behind. Lamar Jackson versus Kansas City, that should be a, that should be a high scoring game. Jackson could put up a 30 spot right there. Dobbins, you have no idea, he could put up 20, he could put up 5. Will Fuller V, he's constantly been injured. There's no guarantees on his health as an option. He could put in probably Corey Davis or maybe Miles Gaskin. But if Will Fuller is healthy, he's the best bet to play. I'm thinking minor upset for Bryce right here. Cup's been pretty well contained over the last two games. So I think they'll use him a little bit more. And Waller seems like a weapon, so 
yeah, we're going to go Bryce walking ER for the win. Next matchup is between Royce's LA Deviants versus Grant's Shark Week. Royce is favored by about three points. Again, shootout with Dak, Tyreek Hill, Mark Ingram could could eat. T.Y. Hilton is probably going to do a lot of damage since Paris Campbell is gone. On the flip side, Josh Allen is a dark horse MVP candidate in fantasy football. Zeke and Aaron Jones could be 40 plus points right there. Almost 50 points, you might think. If DJ Chark is out, there's going to be problems. Deviants win, but I'm guessing DJ Chark shows up on Thursday. And and yeah, I think Grant's going to go with the upset win this week. Up next is Stanton's, my team's Adam Shane versus Danny's Ridley's, believe it or not. Without Christian McCaffrey, one and a half running backs, Danny's team definitely looks quite beatable. Stanton team's very solid. If Adams is out, that'll completely affect Aaron Rodgers. He could have come back into the game on Sunday, but they just held him out for precautionary. Josh Jacobs looks like a freaking beast. Deontay Johnson has usurped Juju as the number one receiver in Pittsburgh, so he's going to eat probably against Houston. So I'm going to go with... uh Stanton beating Danny. Mahomes could go for 40 or 50, possibly. Slayton is the number one receiver for the Giants since uh, Sterling Shepard is out. But without McCaffrey and Ronald Jones being relegated to the bench by Tom Terrific, I'm going Stanton. Second to last matchup, it's TB Determined versus Gallup in the Woods, Leanne. Leanne has the three-point advantage to this point. Kyler Murray's been putting up the numbers. So between him and Brady, I'm going to go Kyler. Receiver-wise, ooh. I think if Gallup, if Gallup does some things, he's got a shot. He's been pretty well contained under seven points the last two games. Dalvin Cook has gotten crap touchdowns, but still he scored touchdowns, so we'll take that. Newly installed Jarek McKinnon in for Fournette, I think. Fournette should probably play. I don't know, but Leanne's got Edelman too. Ooh, this is going to be a tight game. This is going to be a close game. I think Leanne's going to win this one. She's got a decent floor right now with Murray Woods, Dalvin Cook, and Kelsey. So already she's got at least 80, 90 points set up right there. There's a lot of potential for John's team to do a lot of damage. But I think Leanne, Leanne probably five out of seven times will win that matchup with the lineup she has. Alright, last game of the week. My team, Deshaun of Camara Virus, fresh off its first victim, Stanton against Breeze in the Trap, Ryan. Right now I'm about a five-point favorite. I've got a lot of choices to make. Newton versus Deshaun Watson. I've got my number two receivers up for grabs between Cooks, Preston Williams, and Traquan Smith. My flex can also be... James Robinson. A lot of things for me to think about versus Ryan's team. I don't know what the hell's going on in Minnesota. They throw Thielen the ball sometimes, sometimes they don't. Nick Chubb, if he didn't have to split carries, he would be arguably the number one running back in the league. Eckler is also splitting carries with Joshua Kelly, so I don't know what the hell's going on there. Gronk's putting up donuts. And CeeDee Lamb is definitely eating into Michael Gallup's numbers, so... I don't know if that's going to balance out anytime soon. Here's hoping my team has actually got on track finally. I'm going to call myself out for the dub right here. Second victim of the Camara virus being Ryan, hopefully. 
So yeah, those are my predictions this time around. So that's all we got for this week. Hopefully uh, we'll do a non-social distancing version in the not-too-distant future. So hopefully you guys are out there social distancing, wearing masks, staying safe, and I'll talk to you guys later.